every Thursday night we were in the pub till till closing. And there was it wasn't four or five of us, it was 18 to 20 of us every Thursday, without exception. And you just couldn't miss it. And even if you're injured, you'd stay, you'd have your treatment from Ange in the in the uh in the in the out the in the outbuilding, and then you'd wait around for an hour and a half to the boys to finish training, so you go to the pub with them. You wouldn't go home. Welcome to the latest episode of Wearing the Red and Green. In this week's podcast, I speak to three former defenders from the early 2000s, Mark Cooper, Steve Butler and Andrew Fagan. We discuss their time at Stagmeadow, what made that squad so special, the trust they had in each other as a defensive unit and of course, that title winning season. I hope you enjoy the episode. Welcome to the podcast, gents. Great to have you all on. Good to be here. Thanks for having us. Yeah, very much so. Now, Coops, you and I speak quite a bit, but Butts, Fakes, uh, either of you still playing football <laughs> to any degree? <laughs> Do you know what? Yes. It seems to me from your era, only Ben Porter is still playing football. Still, He must be injured, right? surely. No. He's, he's, making up, he's making up for all the games he missed over the years. He has to play until he's about 70. <laughs> I want to start by revisiting your journeys to Stag Meadow. Um, so starting with you, Coops, you you first played for Windsor, actually, back under Byron. Is that right? That's um, right, yeah. Good old yeah, Byron. Yeah, many years ago. I can't remember too many of them, but I remember Byron being uh, an interesting chap. I, I, know he, I know he played for the club for, for a fair bit, and he... Was he a bit of a club legend down there from a player? Yeah, point of view, he played, or? and obviously, the, the, obviously, when you were there, we don't manage him. But yeah, he played for quite a few years back in the eighties. Yeah, I seem to remember him being a bit of a nutcase, and and uh, just funny, funny to play for. Um, he never knew what he was going to come out with next, but I enjoyed playing with him. I wasn't there for very long first time round, but uh, what yeah. got you there in the first place? What got you there in the first place? Just I was local. I was one of the local players. I guess I was playing around Marlow. Um, I was at I was at Harrow Borough, and I just I think I just left there. I was in between clubs, and he, he knew me from a previous club, I think, and and yeah, just happy. I've probably only there for ten games, maybe maybe a couple less than that. And is that when you moved on to Hendon? Yeah, that's that's exactly right. So I left Harrow. Uh, I've been there for about three or four years. Played a handful of games for for Windsor, then and then. Joined um, Hendon under Dave Anderson, who who obviously went on to be a bit of a part at Windsor. Is that where you and Butts got to know each other, or had you played and knew each other previously to that? No, I think I think I knew Buttsy a little bit before, but definitely that's the first time I I played with him at Hendon. Yeah, um, yeah. that's where yeah that's where yeah, I, that's, that's right. where I met, met him there. Yeah, we played there for for many years together. And then from there went on to both of you went on to AFC Wimbledon. We did, yeah, we did. I think we were heading yep. maybe four years back. Is that about right? Yeah, four years, I think it was. Yeah, yeah. And and then Dave obviously was the Hendon manager. He got the Wimbledon job, and he took probably four, four or five of us. Yeah, that right? took about five over, didn't they? Yeah, about about five. five of us, yeah. So five of us from Hendon went over, and you know we dropped down quite a few divisions to play for 
for Wimbledon because was, it was still in the infancy of their journey. But um, and Hendon had just we just failed to get in the conference, and we that's that's right. We came yeah yeah second yeah, or third. Didn't yeah, didn't quite absolutely. get we we didn't get in, uh, into the conference. Dave took the the AFC Wimbledon job, and um, like I say three or four or five of us went over there for for a couple of years. And what were those years like, Bus? What were those years like playing at Wimbledon? Because you were skipper in there, weren't you? Yeah, it was good. It was really good. It was different having, you know, big crowds and things like that and people, ridiculous people asking for your autograph and things like that. It was, it's uh, very, very strange. But, but yeah, it was, uh, it was good fun. I mean, anyone else in mind, but when, you... <laughs> when, when, when you played well and you won, it was decent. When you lost, it was not so good because uh, you'd get a bit of stick in the bar. But no, it was good. All around, it was, it was good crack. It was a good bunch of lads there as well, Coops, wasn't it? So we yeah. had a good laugh as well. Really good, and one of the boys there, Bass, that obviously, he was um, he took over as manager at Portsmouth away at Tottenham on, on Sunday. Unbelievable! Saturday. Oh wow! Yeah, 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 yeah. Just incredible. Still looks slim, doesn't he, Coops? <laughs> 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 Not many. <laughs> yeah, no I remember, time. Very, I, remember, very good time. Um, I remember one game that we played down at AFC Wimbledon. I, Butts was there. I don't know if you were Coops when all the Soccer AM cameras came down. Because we had Ralph Little playing for us, and um, that's right. Yeah. Wimbledon had that's uh, right. Harvey, Junior, yeah, Junior Harvey, yeah, and uh, they'd been building up to it for weeks on Soccer AM, and then our manager at the time was a guy called Dave Carroll, and got to the game. Tim Lovejoy, Helen Chamberlain, all there in the crowd, and uh, Dave Carroll dropped Ralph Little to the bench. Didn't bring him on. Brilliant. They went absolutely <laughs> mental at us. Absolutely mental. Now, Kips, you then um you then went to Windsor under Simon Lane. What attracted you back to Windsor? I enjoyed the brief spell there initially. It was more local to me. I I'd left uh I went back from Wimbledon back to Hendon and was there maybe a year or two. And then I guess getting towards the end of my career, I was probably 31 at the time. Local club I lived in, probably lived in Marlow then. It just, yeah, it just seemed a, 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 you know, not not much of a decision to make, really. Simon, um, well, lack of clubs coming at the phone to me. I think probably that, that was probably the main reason. But Simon was on the phone and, and they had a good budget. <laughs> good, uh, sounded like he was getting a good side together. So, yeah, happy to, you know, more than happy to go down and, and, and see what was happening down there. But you Frank, the- did you hear that? Good, good budget, he said. Good budget. That's why he went. <laughs> I wondered when he was as soon as I it. said it, I knew one of you two would pick me up on that. <laughs> Always comes out in a wash. Always comes out in a wash. Always comes out in a wash. <laughs> but, but, but you joined at the end of the next season. And was that because, because I think Dave Anderson had come as well, hadn't he? As assistant manager. Yeah, well, basically. Yeah, basically, I got Terry Brown to cope at Wimbledon and bombed me out, basically. Got his own players in, fair enough, uh, and spoke to Coops, and he said, you fancy it? I've known Simon from before. I think it was something to do at Burkhamsted years and years ago when I was younger, and uh, so I sort of knew him. So, yeah, just came down and, and joined. So, yeah, Coops sold it to me, sold me the dream. Now, Simon, as you said, Coops, Simon had built up, it built up a decent side down there, but for some reason it just didn't it didn't click under him. What do you what do you think that was down to? I don't know. I think I think managers probably get judged on a couple of things really. 
how they perform with the group of players they've got and, and also the budget that they've got in place. And I think he was, he could obviously pick a player. He, he'd got a really good side together, but he put, re- he put that good squad together, but didn't really get the best out, the most out of the squad. So they, they I think we've, you know, we, like you say, didn't get the best out of the, out of the, out of the players that we had. And I think we came mid-table with a, with a decent side. It was a good coach. Um, to deal with just just for what one reason or another just didn't get the best out of the boys. And he was so, a good coach, wasn't he? He, he put yeah. some good training sessions. He was decent. <laughs> but see, I've never <laughs> known you to do a training session the whole time. Of my life. <laughs> 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 hey, I didn't say I enjoyed it. I said they were good. I didn't just say tell, I enjoyed just, it. Just, <laughs> just tell the truth. I was in the bar most of the time anyway. <laughs> well, it is a funny one, then, mate. Good sessions, mate. Good sessions. Here's a funny one then, fakes, because Simon Simon got moved on and uh, these two reprobates then took over as caretakers for a couple of games. Yeah. Great decision, that. Successful period of the club. What was that like, though, in terms of, um, you know, obviously getting that news, losing Simon, and then obviously having to take over and suddenly, you know, you, you've got all those responsibilities. Well, not really. I mean, we had, we knew it was going to be a very short-term thing. I think, you know, <laughs> like I say, two games. We knew we weren't going to we weren't going to have it long term, and we, we pretty much had an idea of that Keith was going to come in and, and take over. So it was literally picking the t- picking the team that we wanted to pick, and and I think one of us played, one of us didn't. Um, it was easy, yeah, fairly straightforward, but enjoyable. We had like it was it was a good, it was a good thing for us to do, but. It was never going to be more than two, yeah, two or three games because I think he made the decision pretty quickly on Keith. Uh, Fakes, you obviously Keith Scott come in. You'd been playing under Keith at Leighton. What was he like to play under at Leighton? Like because that, that was obviously his first managerial job. Was he much different there to obviously the what he became at Windsor? No, he was the same. He was um, he was just really ambitious and he wanted to get on, and that was that was the same at Windsor, um, and it was the same at Leyton. That's why that's why I think we got on well. Um, so yeah, he was the same. But no, it was um, it was good. I mean, he was um, yeah, he was obviously a good manager, and he knew how to he knew where he wanted to go, and that was that was why uh, I wanted to play for him again. Now listen. Um, Obviously, Keith Coop's buzz. Keith, Keith came in at Windsor. What did he instil in those early games that was that was different and managed to turn it around? I think it was a lot more discipline. Um, you know, under Simon, yeah, it, it was fairly relaxed in, in as much of the fallout if you didn't play well, or um, yeah, it was accountability massively. If you didn't, if you didn't play well, you know, you got left out of the side. The young players definitely knew about it. I think it was a lot easier on the older players. In truth, I think Keith. Yeah, gave us, gave us a bit more slack than he butts. He was he was a bit more relaxed. Yeah, hundred percent. He was all over any of the youngsters to make mistakes or or turn up late for training, anything like that. He'd be all over him. He was a little bit more relaxed with us, uh, which to be fair, we quite enjoyed, didn't we, Coops? But uh, he, he yeah, was. Spent, he was more spent a lot of time in the bar. And it... <laughs> yeah, we did. Yeah, and uh, Jim Jim was good as well because he was he was really disciplined as well. So both of them are the same. If you, if you had a made a mistake or had a stinker, he'd call you out, which is fair enough. Whereas Simon wasn't so much like that. So I think that, that was a major difference. And Fakes, what was the sell to you from Keith to come over to Windsor? 
Um, he just, yeah, he knew what he knew that I wanted to. I wanted to progress. I wanted to win things and play in a team that was challenging for the for the league. And you know, so it was an easy sell for him. I think also I knew Chen's because we we like we went to the same school. So he told me all about the clubs. So he told me all about the players, and so I was quite excited to come. Really, it was probably an easy sell. Now that first season for you was true that uh, we competed with Truro for the title. What was um what like what were some of the highlights from that season? There was loads of highlights. I loved I loved that whole season was brilliant. Um I think one one that really stands out in, in my first game uh for the club, I was I've done it one of these two must have been injured, maybe maybe both of them, that would be that'd be typical. Um and Tilds was playing centre half with me. And I think the ball's down the other end of the pitch. Um we were attacking and just watching the watching the game as you do, and I just heard uh, <laughs> I heard her like ah, <laughs> and um, <laughs> I've looked over to see one of their players just lying on the floor, no one no one near him, and there there are the strikers going, he's he's um he's headbutted him, and I, I looked over, I thought no no way, first game I've ever played for the club like he's obviously not headbutted, it must be an accident or something. And I thought, but where is Tilbs? And Tilbs was standing out like on the left wing somewhere, minding his own business, no one else near him. And I was like, hang on a minute, he actually, he actually might have had fun. <laughs> and I asked Tilbs at half time, and he was like, yeah, he did. And I thought, <laughs> and I thought, yeah, I like it here. I like this guy. <laughs> I, I, my my favourite part of that season was we we had an FA Cup game at Stag Meadow. I was playing centre-half with Butts. Parso was left-back. Fags was right-back. Fags, it doesn't look like a right-back Fags, but he is, you know, very fit, got up and down the line quite well. And I don't remember what the score was at the time, but it made a, it made a run down the right-hand side with the ball, took it took it towards the other end of the pitch, was at the corner flag, tried one trick too many, and their left-back nicked the ball off him and came away with the ball. Fags has picked up the corner flag and started chasing him back down the pitch, I think swiping, I this. swiping his swiping his ankles with the cornerback. <laughs> <laughs> I think the rest of us are the game's still going on. The referee didn't know he didn't know what to do. He didn't know whether to book him, send him off, have a word with him, let the play go on. And obviously, they like it. I think he, I think he got away with a a yellow, but I, I'm not sure that's happened too many in too many games. Um, <laughs> that was a, that was a bit of a highlight, and, and another highlight was Truro away when we didn't play. I've got questions about this game. I've got questions about this game. I need to know Drainpipe Gate. I'm still trying to get the answer to Drainpipe Gate from. That uh, must have been coin, coin and seeds. I would have thought. Yeah, yeah. that was right, wasn't it, Fags? That, it wasn't me. I can tell you. Yeah, it would have been. It would have been Coiny. He was uh, and Tills probably maybe. Kate's. Yeah, Tills, Tills would have been there. But that that was a that was a great couple of days, even though we didn't even though we didn't get to play. And I think it's been spoken about before quite a lot, but we would have beaten them when we went down there. We were flying, and they were they about they four were players out, out injured. Yeah, yeah. and and funny, I, I I've uh, I've probably not seen Jim Melvin for about ten or fifteen years, but I bumped into him at a game on second um, of Jan, and he and he was first thing he said to me was about how angry he was that, that game was called off, and he met some fire. Fireman ten years later who told him they flooded the pitch the day before or <laughs> and, um you just didn't know. We didn't we didn't go to the, we didn't even go to the ground, I don't think, on the on the day they called it off. 
we trained on the beach and then they we just got a call saying it was off the referee did, had gone down we, there um, but we ended up uh traveling all the way down got to within about 10 minutes from the ground and it got when it got called off so we yeah. carried on to the ground walked on the pitch it's definitely play i mean it's hard but it's definitely playable definitely playable. right yeah 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 and it, so that was a big shame because that, that that sort of we won the last i don't know how many games in a row and we were like i say we were absolutely flying and i think we've turned them over quite comfortably but just the two days of brilliant coast journey down the night when we got there obviously um the antics of that night and even the coach journey when he got called off we all got hammered again and then i don't know what happened after after we got back but we probably would have gone on a, on again and and obviously wasn't to be when we went went back down there to play him because we were struggling a little bit and not in a great vein of form and didn't help that me and Faze got sent off, admittedly. But um, I'm not sure we really got much from the game, regardless. That's what, I, that's, that's what I want to say. But the worst thing about that for me was I was I think I got sent off after half an hour and then Faze in the second half. And I always remember when I, in the challenge that I got sent off for, I pulled my hamstring. Right. And there, there was a few there that night. And I'm, I couldn't get off the pitch quick enough because of my hamstring. But the abuse I got, and the, I think there were all sorts happening. And then um, he followed me not not so long after, but that was a tough tough to take that night. And how disappointing was that at the end of the season? Like, so it went play, ended up having to go playoffs, losing that game at Didcot. Yeah, I think we you know we came second in the league in the end. I think Truro in the end won it quite comfortably. And they yeah they, they were spending big money as some top players from leagues above. They should have. They should have won the league and, and did. And I think we came second, way ahead of anyone else. And Didcot probably came fifth, and we ended up. They were in form at the right time, and we just we you know we peaked a bit earlier than that, and and they probably deserved to beat us when we played them. It was so, yeah, to, huge, huge disappointment. Managed to win the box and bucks though that year. Yeah, so I, I think overall at the beginning of the season, you said we'd get in the playoffs and win the county cup. Which we hadn't done for quite some time. I think that would probably would have taken that. Certainly, since given the, the season before and the season probably before that. Are you guys like, I mean, with like yourselves, Tilbs, Parso, such a strong backline? As defenders, how important is that to have kind of a backline where you really tr- like that? Seemed like you all knew each other's games inside out, really trusted each other. Like, how important is that? Maybe Fags last you first. Like, how important is that as a defender that you just know you can trust everyone in that backline? Yeah, it's. I mean, firstly, they're just all good players, which that, of course that always going to help. But I think you're right to say the trust is is really important you know what they're going to do you you felt like playing with all those players you've just mentioned you you could rely on them they were never going to they were never going to sort of give anything less than 100% and they were they were never going to let you down um and that gives you a lot of confidence obviously to play your own game there was times later on or, or even before as well when i played with the, the other center half i didn't know what he was going to do and you play worse because you can't, you know, you're not just sure of where you are and, and, and what's going to happen. Um, and playing with experienced, good players like like Coops and Butts, you, you just you don't have that problem, and it really allows you to to do whatever you need to do. 
I guess Coop's like thinking recent times when you were obviously a manager and you must have cried out for a back back four, back five that, you know, had all the attributes that that back yeah, one. Yeah. You know, being a defender and having the, the uh, you know, when I managed recently, the goals we shipped in is always embarrassing being a defender and having the, uh, you know, leaking goals all the time. But it's just, it's so difficult when you don't have, you know, when you have, just going back to, you know, more recent times, when I managed last season, we, you just don't have a back four. The whole, the back four are injured. You bring another back four, they all get injured. It's, um, yeah, I think the one thing you want for me, if I can, if you get a good defence and build from that, and even if, even if you're not prolific going forward in Nick games, that's, um, yeah, our, our back four, that was very strong, even, even in a, yeah, one or two leagues um, higher than obviously where where the club is now. It was, you know, fake right back, pass right back, Butsy centre half, just absolutely rock solid. Didn't concede goals, and Butsy was, you know, at the end when he played for Windsor, he was he was still a good player, but in the years gone by, he was absolutely outstanding. You know, he, he could, um, he should, he really should have played played high. I think if he'd have taken the game a bit more seriously, he he would have done. But Butsy, Butsy would. Think nothing of getting in at four in the morning and then going to play, he'd still be better than me. Uh, so <laughs> I can only think what it would be like if he never went out and trained properly. But I think that's one of the I guess the only thing we loved playing, but not for not for the football side. It was just uh, you know, the changing room and the beers after, and it wasn't so much you know, progressing as a player. It was all about mate, having having just a, a great time, seeing your mates, keeping fit, getting a few quid. And but when you went out on the pitch, one hundred percent committed to the cause, and there was there was never any question that that would ever be the case. But we just didn't. We should have trained a bit better, surely. What made that squad so special? Because that was genuinely a special squad. I think the personalities in the team. Um, I mean, just look at some of the people we've already mentioned. Um, the people who are here now, Coops and, uh, and Butts, myself, Tilbs, um, Parso, right through the team, Seeds, um, Shens, then just like other players who just, the, the character of them, um, the likes of Chris Cahill, um, Tilbs again, they just... Weedo. There's a lot of people there. Um, yeah, Weedo, um, Martin Williams. Uh, there's a lot of people there that are not your average people that you that you bump into all the time they're all kind of quite strong characters quite a lot to a lot to say but also that they you can rely on them you can count on them um and i think that was that personality was what came out on the pitch for me now Kips, you did you retire at the end of that Truro season. Yeah, I think I think the Truro game told me I should retire. Getting sent off and putting my hamstring at the same time. I remember phoning the wife eleven o'clock that night from the change room thing and I tell her saying I'm done. I think this is I think this is all over. I was 34, just feeling it all the time and just not not playing as well as I had done. I think it was uh in fact I came back the following season. Faith loves this one. I came back the following <laughs> season and in pre-season I thought, oh, do you know what, I'll give it one more go. I couldn't get fit. And we played, go on, thanks. You want to tell the story because you like telling the story. <laughs> I, don't, I don't remember who we were playing, but you just came on for one last pre-season game. We, we, we had Wickham up. Was it Wickham? 
So you'd been on holiday somewhere, you turned up all tanned, looking <laughs> looking the part, looking in shape, <laughs> really confident. Don't worry, lads, we just need to pass it around. And I think you, <laughs> I think you'd given away like two goals in the first four minutes or something through, <laughs> through your own individual areas. <laughs> and as we did at the time, we, we were just laughing the whole game, just how you were telling everyone just to relax on the ball and you kept giving it away. It's brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I left my boots in the changing room that day. You did, you did. I did. I said, boys, I'm done. I'm shit. I'm done. <laughs> to be fair, they always say that they you get a sign. You get a sign that it's time to call it quits. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think it was a bit of a mistake coming back, but you just don't want to give it up. And it, it's the hardest thing in the it's the hardest thing in the world to give it up because you just got that void, which is not really about the football. It's, it's, it's the competitiveness. It's the changing room. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. it's the lads that that were in that special squad that um, that you miss because it's all about, you know, seeing them three days a week, seeing your mates and having a right laugh every time. And it's, you know, based around football. You just, you just couldn't, couldn't get any better. That was a great special time. And it pained me greatly to, 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 to have to miss out on that, but I just couldn't do it. I mean, the Thursday nights, every Thursday night we were in the pub till, till closing. And there was, it wasn't four or five of us. It was 18 to 20 of us every Thursday, without exception. And you just couldn't miss it. And even if you're injured, you'd stay, you'd have your treatment from Ange in the, in the, uh, in the, in the, out the, in the outbuilding. And then you'd wait around for an hour and a half to the boys to finish training. So you go to the pub with them. You wouldn't go home. Yeah. There was not much happening in the bar. You just had to sit and wait. But it was a, spe- a very special time. Yeah. I remember because um, we used to drive all the way from from Leighton Buzzard. Um, me, Chens, Bruce, Scotty Thomas, and uh, Chens was obviously he was uh, you know he looked after himself probably better than anyone else. Um, but when it was his turn to drive, we we used to make him stay, <laughs> and he was like, "We'll just we'll just go for one. We'll just go for one." And then two hours later, two and a half hours later, he's, he's uh, <laughs> He's hopping mad, but it was good. He loved it as well, but it was uh, it was funny. <laughs> yeah, Chen's top lad. He's such a nice human being. So, Fakes, you obviously you obviously were there the season we got promoted. Did you or did the squad use that? I guess play off the fee and everything that happened that previous season as that real driver. Like, did that give that extra momentum and motivation to really go for it that season? Yeah, uh, definitely, definitely. I think the good thing about the season before is it, we learned what we had to do um, and the the sort of level that we would have to maintain to, to get the point. Because at that stage, it was only one team went up automatically and we'd seen what could happen if you finish second and, and you miss out. So we didn't want to finish in the playoffs. We wanted to win it. Um, and that was that meant you had to basically, you nearly had to win every game. Um, so it was just, I think that's what got us over the line. I'm not sure how much better we were than, um, it was Tottenham, wasn't it? Uh, but we just, we were like, I don't know, we were very focused and determined and we, we won a lot of close games that maybe they didn't win as many. You know, we just we just, um, we just knew that you couldn't slip up anywhere. Um, and that was what, Ultimately, for me, got us there. I mean, we had a good team as well. Don't get me wrong, but um, the season before really did pave the way. The fitness played a massive part as well. From outside looking in, 
like we were winning games in the last 10 minutes and finishing yeah. so strongly in so many games because you could just tell how fit the squad was despite your Thursday night drinking sessions. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, you got to give credit to, um, to Jim and Keith for that because they were, I, I never minded it. Some of the lads didn't like it that much, but sometimes you just turn up for training and we would just, we would just run um, even in the season, which is, that's, that's not that typical to be honest. Um, but they would, what they would do is say, you're only going to do 40 minutes, but it's going to be hard. And then you can all yeah, yeah. Do, what, do what you want to do. <laughs> and we didn't mind that because we knew that not only was it an extra, extra half an hour in the, in, in the pub afterwards, but it was, I don't know, it stood us in good stead, like you say, especially late in close games. We knew that we could probably go a bit deeper and and and, uh, and keep going for longer than the other team. And that's, that's the way it turned out. And does it help when you're in like a promotion race like that? Does it help when you have, I mean, obviously, clearly you'd love to win it by a crazy number of points, but because us and Tottenham was literally like a couple of points in it all the way through, did that, I guess, does that really keep, it must really keep you on your toes Knowing yeah. you know standards, yeah, absolutely. I mean, it was the same the season before as well. Um, as Coots will remember, it's like when yeah. you finish the game, you've won, and then you just or you're just waiting for someone to to find out how they've got on, and it comes through. And if they drop points, you're you're all buzzing in the change rooms. And if they and if they've won again, which normally they had, you're like, well, on to the next. We, we'll keep it going. So yeah, it it, it does it, it focuses. It helps you. It helps you to to concentrate because. You know that literally any game, even a draw, that's gonna that's gonna really cost you. And did you think at some stage we would go to season unbeaten? Probably, yeah. I was pretty cocky at that stage. I reckon, uh, <laughs> I reckon I probably did. Um, but I think we, the way I remember it anyway, we we were kind of running out of momentum a bit towards the end of the season. We weren't as good um, at the back end of the year, and we kind of just grinded it rather than. Um, rather than firing all cylinders like we were earlier on. So uh, I, I don't, I, I probably did think at the time we would go undefeated, but I don't think it was realistic. We weren't that good. I think we needed to be lucky with injuries. You always pick up a few injuries along the way, and um, maybe we could have, but as, as Fags just said, Fags say, we probably weren't, weren't good enough to do it. But I think we had a good go at it. We stayed unbeaten for a long time, so I think, I think we had a good go, but no, maybe just not good enough to do it for the whole year. Now, Fags, I do have to ask you about this story that Tilp shared about you stealing Keith's suit jacket during warm-up. Do you remember that? <laughs> yeah, I remember it, yeah. I mean, there's not there's not a great deal more to tell than what you've already said. Um, I just, he used to wear this pinstripe suit and he loved it. Um, <laughs> it was awful. awful. It wasn't, it wasn't <laughs> the best. It really wasn't. But it was, it was a bit of a sort of... I don't know. It's a bit of a trademark for him. I think he he, he liked it. Um, well, he definitely liked it. And he used to, for some reason, every time he he sort of um, patrol around the dressing room, he'd, he'd take his jacket off and just wear his just wear his shirt and his trousers marching around. Um, <laughs> and, and the temptation was just too much. I saw the uh, I saw the pinstripe jacket size. 45 whatever it was <laughs> sitting there and I thought yeah I'm gonna I'm gonna have a go at that and I just quickly before well, he was talking to one of the players I've just slipped it on and just absolutely sprinted out to the uh, to the warm-up and I, I can still remember him going Andrew <laughs> and he's seen me doing it but yeah good times yeah brilliant <laughs> what were your memories obviously we we ended up winning it um what were those memories of that VT game 
and the celebrations after. It's a shame it wasn't the weekend. I think it was the first one. Uh, yeah, it would have been good. Monday if, night, wasn't that, it? Yeah, it's, yeah. It would have been good if it was a Saturday, but yeah, I think it was, was it one nil. Was it one nil? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think I don't think it was that tight. I think we sort of did it quite not easily, but I think we were quite comfortable. But um, but yeah, it, celebrations were good. But I think it'd have been better if it, it was a Saturday, without a doubt. How frustrating was it? Obviously, just a few weeks later, it all kind of, all kind of went pear shaped. Like, how frustrating was that for you guys? Because you know we had such a good squad, and a squad that I thought could have gone on and possibly even taken us all the way through to things like Conference South in a few years. Like the potential in that squad was huge. But how frustrating was it? Just how that unravelled so quickly at the end of that season. For me, it wasn't that frustrating. Um, only because, only because it, it had been coming. Um, it, it, the club, you know, just wasn't wasn't doing that well. Sort of yeah. off the field, you could tell. Um, so it wasn't to, to me. I kind of knew, and that was why it was so important to win the league as well. Because I knew that it might not, it might not stay together. It would have been amazing if we could have done. Um, and then. So, so it was kind of it, it seemed like the writing was on the wall a bit, um, and then also at the time you don't necessarily realise. You think that every team you join is going to be like that, and you think that all the players you play with will always, and it's not. Um, you know, it's only later on. It's only sort of, not, I wouldn't say it's, it's only now, but it's only in you know when you stop playing, you think actually it, it doesn't really get any better than that. It, it, you know, it, it doesn't. It, those players, those kind of those teams. That's the best time I ever had, and at the time I thought, yeah, that that will, you know, that will always be the case, but it wasn't. It's just the uh, it's, it's the team spirit as well, Fags, isn't it? You don't you're lucky to get that a couple of times in it throughout your when you play football, and no no idiots as well other clubs. It doesn't always immediately come that you get a good team spirit and have, and have a good crack alongside playing with some good players as well. So that that was frustrating, but yeah, I have to agree with Fags. Really, I think some of us sort of knew. Maybe going that way, um, you know, I moved on to think Hemel, and I think we struggled in that league and with some players that were probably on a lot more money than the, the boys that we're playing with and myself, but we really struggled. And I think we'd have done a lot better than Hemel if we'd have stayed together. So, yeah, it's, it's frustrating in that way, but, yeah, I could see it coming. Yeah, I was going to ask you, like, and obviously, Fakes, you went and played. Was, did you go straight to Maidenhead after that? Yeah, yeah. And that was obviously conf, Conference South at the time? Yeah. Like, what was, like, if you looked at that Windsor team and the potential of it, do you think that they could have competed at that level in a couple of years with a squad we had? Yeah, yeah. With a few, like, I don't think there's, at the time, you think that these, these leagues are all going to be quite quite different and there's a big gap between, you know, from the, 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 the I don't know, the Southern Premier to the Conference South. But there really isn't, in my opinion. The best players in that league, yeah, they'll be really good, but a lot of the rest, it's just it's much of a muchness, and it's and it's more about if you can get a good team. Um, you know, the, the 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 players themselves, there isn't too much in it. And I think, yeah, with, with that team we had, if we'd added a couple in in some important positions, definitely we could have played. Um, we could have played in a you know maybe not one you know higher divisions, but we could have definitely competed. I think yeah, I think if you get teams at that that level, that they normally have. It. The teams that compete have got a good striker, 
and uh, we already had that. So I think you know that that was a big box ticks experience as well, which again I think we had. But yeah, I agree with Faze. It's not a massive difference. It's just you'll have the really good sides in that in that in that league will be very good, but the rest will be much of a muchness, and the players will be the same. But it's just you need a bit of experience and 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 a good striker. I think makes a massive difference. So I think we could have, and a good manager. Exactly right. I'm now going to ask you some quick fire questions. Um, every episode I do these uh, doesn't, even though they're quick fire, doesn't necessarily mean they're going to be easy. So I'll go around each of you. Coops, I'll start with you. Who was the best player you played with at Windsor? Oh, uh, I'll ask that a couple of ways. Most talented, best at training, doing things that you really enjoy watching. Coyne was great to, great to play with in that sense. He was so technically gifted. He'd want to do what he wanted to do, though. On the pitch, he, there was no... He'd play in centre midfield, he'd be left wing, left back, right right midfield. He'd be everywhere. But he'd want him to do, sit in there and just get the ball and, and dictate the play. But there was no telling Coyne. That's one of the reasons I loved him. He just did what he wanted. And, and there was there was no there was no managing him or telling him. Or he just... Just what a great lad as well. You know, great player, great in the bar, funny. So talent-wise, I think it was him from... Purely affecting a game. Chenz was obviously a great goal scorer. Not a great, you know, he wouldn't say he was a great player, but a great goal scorer. But I think probably, um, well, Butsy was probably the best player I played with, but not when he was at Windsor. He'd gone, he'd gone by there. Coops, this is the quick fire round. You <laughs> <laughs> said about 14 players. I've taken your go. <laughs> but go on. Most influential player, probably, just because of his goals, was Chen's. So, yeah, but, but Willow was great as well, as a footballer. But, yeah, Chen's was most influential. What about you, Fakes? Um, I'm going with someone, that just because they haven't mentioned him, um, Bruce. Bruce Wilson. Mm, yeah, good player. Good player. Who's the best player you played against? I'm sorry, mate. I'm going to have to tell a bit of story on this one. Um Career, I think, Jermaine Beckford played for. Yeah, Wilstone. Went on to play for Leeds and yeah, it was Wilstone when we played. It's against story coops and all on it. What's that? <laughs> Is this going to be a long story? <laughs> all right, for that I'm going to tell a bit of a story. So we played. Um, we played. I remember playing Wilstone at home, and he played up front with uh, Jolly. Was it uh, Richard? Uh, Richard Jolly, yeah. Yeah, it was, yeah. Good players. And and Beckford, just before he got his move to Leeds, he was scoring so many goals. And we came in, we were 3-0 down at half-time. I said to Butts, we were coming off. I said, we've done all right there, Butts. What do you mean? I said, no, I think we kept him quite quiet. He scored, he scored actually first half, what you're talking about. I said, yeah, but he's not touched it apart from that. And we were coming in at the break and Dave Anson going, who's picking up the nine? Yeah, me, me Gaffer. Get close to him. Can't gaffer. Uh, all right, okay. Uh, but you try and pick him up this half. He was, he was um, yeah, he was so sharp and so good in front of goal. You know, he went, obviously he went on to play quite a few games in the, in the Premier League and did quite well. But at our level, he was a joke. The, the difference Coops. in levels between us and the Premier League. Coops, apparently um, Beckford said that you're the best centre off of against as well. Yeah, yeah, that's believable. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> Go to Fakes. What about you? Um, I reckon. I don't know. I reckon Butsy would be the same. I, I don't actually. We never like knew too many of the people that we were playing against, um, or like bothered to, <laughs> bothered to learn who they were. Um, you know, some of the more more famous ones, but like, I don't know. Like, when, when I was playing for Windsor, we just treated everyone the same, and, and they were all there were some good players, but it was pretty much on the day. So there's not one that would really stand out. I think in my career, the best time I remember playing against someone who was mustard was uh gary parker do you, do you know um you used to play for villa anyway he played for uh i think abingdon at the end of his career and he, he was you know he played in the premier league he was obviously better than that level but he was old and fat and uh they they just said you've got to get close to him like don't give him any time on the ball i think it was about three minutes into the game <laughs> he just got the ball in the centre circle just waltzed forward in acres of space and just smashed it into the top corner from like 30 yards and we were just oh, okay fair enough like, can't, can't get near this guy so he'd probably be the one that stands out but yeah I don't really I didn't really remember too many of them What about you Bats? Um, I actually can't a bit like Fags. I can't actually remember his name but he used to play set midfield for Canvey Island Coops you, you might remember him um, Minton Minton or something yeah, Minton, that's it. Yeah. And I used to play centre midfield then. And uh, as you know, not not much pace. And I could not get anywhere near him. Every time I played against him, I couldn't get anywhere near him. He was too strong, too quick, too good. Mm -hmm, and yeah. he smoked about 40 a day and drunk like a trooper. So I was like, you know, gutted. But he was uh, he was mustard. He was must Too good for me. All right. Now, Fags, this is probably an obvious one for you. But best manager you played under? Uh, Keith, yeah. Got me, Keith. Yep. What about you, Keith? Uh, Keith. What about you, Coops? Probably go, Dave. Yeah. But. Yeah, I'll probably go, Dave. Dave Anderson. Yeah. I'll let, I'll let you know Keith's reaction when he gets a copy of this. <laughs> <laughs> Send him my number. <laughs> <laughs> now, was there was there one team that you just loved playing against? Like whenever you look to the fixture list at the start of the season, you thought, I absolutely love playing against them. I always have a great game. And then on the flip side, is there a team that you absolutely hated playing against? I think hated playing against, probably going back to what Butsy said earlier, can be Ireland away when they were in, because a while ago, they were a very, very good side. They were a sort of conference side or there or thereabouts. And they, we just, you know, you went down there Rough place to go, long way on a Tuesday. You always seem to go on a Tuesday night as well, and and they had some players like you say. They had all the South End boys playing for them. They were very, very good, um, brilliant football inside. And yeah, you just you'd be sitting in for nightly, just trying to get them on the break. And but invariably we did all right against them. I remember going down there once. Famous, yeah, we we had a great win down there. Dave got sent off, and so probably one team I didn't like playing was was Canvey, but. I can't remember. I can't think of any teams that I look forward to playing. Fakes? Um, any bogey teams? Coops has, Coops has given you uh, a team that probably you didn't play against when he played for Windsor. I'll stick to, to, the, to the subject of the podcast. Um, <laughs> and I'm going to say worst teams play against Taunton because it was just so far and it was horrible and the pitch was crap and it was... I don't know. It was always a Tuesday. It was just oh, it was awful. Horrible. Um, yeah. Um, 
And the team, the team that I'm most I like playing against uh, Totten or Truro, the big, the best teams. Um, just it felt like a big game. It was a big game in that league, and and there was there would always be a decent crowd, and it just it just it was just better, you know, better football, uh, better crowd. Everyone's up for it. So yeah, those ones definitely. But yeah. Any any big game used to love playing in and and local derbies where there used to be a bit of needle, bit of a yeah. bit of edge. Used to love a bit of that. That's really used to enjoy them. So whoever that would be, like locally, every season that that's what you look forward to is them games. We, and always, after... we, we always had Slough, didn't we? You know, back then we always played Slough, which is brilliant. Win against Slough and we beat them. Yeah, six two, six two. That was that was um, that was when you mentioned at the start about that that first season. I thought. We're, we're pretty good here, actually. <laughs> we had yeah. Coyne, he was absolutely yeah. legend that game. He was six two, and he was just he was unplayable. And I was thinking, yeah, the, we, we can we can do it right. We can win this league, and obviously we didn't. But yeah, that was a good game. Yeah, I remember that one. I thought that was genuinely actually one of the best performances by a Windsor side under Keith that day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like you say, Coyne was unbelievable. Right. Finally, Fags, one for you out, outside of Windsor and Eton. You wrote a book, um, oh, a Champion, no. about your grandfather, the great yeah. Fags, how proud, enjoyable was, was that whole project? Yeah, no, it was, yeah, it, it was really enjoyable. I mean, looking back, I, I reckon I could have probably done it in about a quarter of the time that I actually took to do it because <laughs> I just used to, um, yeah, concentrate on playing for Windsor and uh, do a bit of bit of work every now and again, like you know, a couple of hours a week. So it took me a lot longer than it probably should have done. But yeah, it was a great experience, amazing to do it. Um, you know, interviewing all the old old Liverpool players and everything was just uh, yeah, a privilege really. If he tells that Kenny Dalglish story again, but I'm off. <laughs> <laughs> there isn't time. There is not time. <laughs> That's its own episode. <laughs> there is so listen gents thank you so much some really great memories in there um you know you guys were all part of a very special side at windsor um you know it's just great to share those memories um and to everyone who's downloaded thank you once again i look forward to bringing you another guest in a, in a couple of weeks thanks Gaggy. thanks for the invite thanks uh, Gaggy. appreciate it